Astronomy Domine, you're with Julian on the brown note and a review of Megan is Missing. Uh, Michael Goy is a cinematographer, TV and film director known for his work on American Horror Story, Glee and a few other things. But um, he made a film in 2011 called Megan is Missing and it kind of disappeared barring a few reviews on horror sites for its extreme nature. And it's currently gone viral and global on TikTok. And it seems to be mainly available on YouTube to watch the whole film in very poor quality versions. So I did. For a number of reasons. Uh, one of them is I do actually engage in extreme cinema quite a bit. I've seen some pretty bad stuff. Um, stuff that would never... Well, this film famously was banned from New Zealand. And I don't think it would get a cinema certificate in Australia either. And it's gone viral on TikTok because of the shocking and extreme nature of it. Um, why it's gone viral on TikTok, I don't know. But the, um, it's probably good that it did because it's, it is aimed at that age group. It stars two 14-year-old girls that form a very strong bond. Uh, one of them is the popular girl at school. And one of them is the girl that has no friends, played by Amber Perkins as Amy and Rachel Quinn as the titular Megan. And most of the people in it are amateurs. And as a film, it has got a lot of... Um, it's either getting attacked for the amateur nature of the filmmaking, or it's getting attacked for the final half hour, which is absolute extreme cinema. Now, I was obviously... I was quite <laughs> enticed into this world, because I do... I have watched some um, horror films that are, are notorious just for that. Um, now, this is a film that is about internet stalking. Uh, we follow the lives of Amy and Megan, as Megan is navigating the world of being the popular kid and going to parties, and Amy isn't, and just sort of goes along in a slipstream. Um, about halfway through the film, she begins talking to someone, one of her friends recommended to her a cute skater boy called Josh. Um, he, she's seen a picture of him they start chatting online most of these teenagers they're both 14 year old girls talk to each other through the internet uh, on you know chat sites and and that's how they relate to each other and this guy seems charming and nice and she goes to a party to meet him and he's not there but when she has a go at him for not showing up he tells her this line about how he's too shy and she was so popular and everyone loved her at the party he was intimidated and she agrees after she's gone to see a film with her friend that she'll meet him and they'll go for ice cream or whatever and the whole film is chronological and we then find out that she hasn't been to school the next day or the day after Amy starts pursuing her and trying to find out what happened. Amy's friends are extremely abusive towards her. And this goes on and eventually we find out that she was on CCTV footage being dragged away by a man. Um, and then the police become involved. It becomes a nationwide thing. And Amy starts talking to this Josh character saying, have you kidnapped my friend? Um, he gets nastier and nastier and then she goes missing too and then we see the, the horror unfold which is they find a couple of pictures of Megan on extreme fetish sites that the guy has then contacted the police about 
the famous photo number one sequence which has a dis is supposed to have a disclaimer saying if you have been wound up by this film so fast you've got four seconds to stop watching and then we see some very extreme photographs of what's happened to Megan and then after that we find the video camera that Amy has which shows the last half hour of her life all of which is incredibly confronting cinema now I think that this is a valid film um, there are certain elements that are extremely poor but I think they're mollified by the two lead girls aren't very good actors but their relationship is entirely credible the way they paint them as needing each other is extremely valid and I think a very credible relationship the way that they're so tight with each other for their own reasons Amy has a perfect home life Megan's been sexually abused as a kid um, they form a bond and it's a very credible bond there is a sequence in this film the, the film that really came to mind was Kids from the 90s another shocker that showed young teenagers behaving in a manner that blew people's minds the sex and the drug abuse and rape and everything else was extreme cinema and it was a landmark film in what it showed it caused a lot of trouble when it came out it's arguably never been beaten for what it does is it Harmony Corinne that wrote it? He's made a few films like it since, um, but it was a notorious film. This kind of fits in the same vein. The best part of the filmmaking in it is a party that Megan goes to and Amy goes to, which is very grungy lo-fi shot, and it goes on for 20 minutes or so. But it's actually really well done lo-fi indie cinema. And the behaviour at the party is awful of people, of other teenagers towards each other. And the drug taking and sex involved for 14 year olds is shocking and confronting. So I think that it, it does have elements of, of filmmaking in it that are actually pretty valid. Um, and that whole sequence I thought was really, really strong. The things that really shocked me about this film is, I think, go beyond internet grooming and into the way that girls are treated. Um, and that is pretty shocking. There's one point in it where Megan relates in a friendly, jovial way to her friend about the first time that she did oral sex on a guy she was forced to do it and she was 10 years old and she relates it as a matter of fact experience giggling and there's another sequence where megan uh, where amy is re rejecting the advances of a guy at a party and he is massive twice the weight of her and punches her in the face um, and all these things are deemed part of the normal process of teenage life. The sexual assault and the abuse are all just matter of fact. And I found that actually pretty disturbingly profound and accurate. Um, if it is 100% accurate, but it does reek of being accurate. Um, I would also say that the final half hour of the film, which is unflinching horrors, I also... I, I kind of like the fact that they didn't flinch. I think this is a valid film. I think that it should be seen by people that age because you get the impression of internet groomers. These kids aren't stupid. These people are called predators for a reason because they are preying on people by appearing completely different to their true intentions. They, the word grooming itself, they butter people up over a period of time into believing that they are the normal skater boy kid who this much older guy isn't at all. 
they use fake photographs, they talk in a manner that is designed to manipulate someone into feeling safe before they do the bad things. And I do kind of respect the film for not flinching. You can say that it's heavily exploitative. Most people won't be out of stomach watching this film. The final half hour is, is just hell on earth. It is disturbingly based on uh, a guy that actually did kill two teenagers and did kidnap them weeks apart and did bury one of them in a barrel in his garden and is currently serving a life sentence in jail. And it's the way that these people can fall through the margins in full sight of everyone else. One comes from a broken home where she's been sexually abused and no one cares. The other comes from an extremely good home where her parents love her and the only problem she has is she doesn't fit in at school. Yet she is too prey to this person. Um, I think it's a valid film. I think teenagers should watch it because... It will put the fear of God into them about interacting with people they don't know online. This is someone that is forwarded to Megan by her friend. And also parents might get a lot out of it that they won't want to watch because it does offer... Um, the idea that these kids are not engaging in behaviour that would make the parents mortified isn't true. This is reality in certain parts of the world and in certain groups, social scenes and so on. The, the sex is often abusive, a lot more prevalent than you would like to think, as is drug taking, and the dangers as well. So I think Megan is Missing is worth a watch. It's very confronting, and most people will have to turn it off. But I don't think it isn't a valid film, or it solely has value for exploitation. So I'm going to give Megan is Missing a 6.5 out of 10. It's a confronting watch. You know it is if you've got as far as watching it. And very few people will not be shattered by the final half hour, which is pure abuse. Uh, and there is no light at the end of the tunnel. So be warned if you do. It is still a valid film. <laughs>